Hello, race fans, and welcome to Disc Golf Daily, the podcast that gets you caught up with disc golf news and growth in just 10 minutes. If you find something interesting, share the podcast with a friend. Now smash that volume button, and let's get to it. Today is Thursday, February 15th, and I'd like to welcome Colin Mina, the newest PDGA member. His number is 279043. He's from Ontario, Canada. Our first news story of the day involves Jeff Spring being on Smashbox and The Upshot in the last couple of days. He talks about the quality upgrades across all tiers. The standard tier is almost identical to last year except the USDGC and European Open. You'll have to upgrade to Pro in those months to get those events. And the Pro Tour also gets a couple of free tickets, more devices, and ad-free first rounds. It's going to be interesting to see how they do that and if that's something that they roll out more going forward. Going over a couple of quick hit topics, he talked about subscribers to DGN. They're right around 50,000. They have a goal, a long-term goal, of 100,000. My guess is they lost a good number in the migration to the new platform, but that will build back quickly. Spectators, Last year, they had about a 25% increase overall, with broadcast viewership growing a bit more than in-person. I would guess in-person grew about 10 to 15%. Jeff did mention that the West Coast, Southeast, and North Central saw positive trends in in in-person viewership. He did not mention the Northeast, which is where my tournament, the MVP Open, is. I will let you know, the MVP Open last year saw flat spectatorship. However, when you consider that Worlds was two weeks prior and Smugs likely saw a 500% increase in viewership on site, the MVP Open staying flat was pretty good. I fully expect a 20% on-site spectator increase this year so that we can eclipse 5,000 total spectators in tournament week. Add a little plug for myself, tickets go on sale March 15th. Uh, The event shift. Uh, The Pro Tour is putting more focus on top-tier events, leaving many of the Silver Series events off the Tour this year. Uh, This makes sense also with the development of the Qualifying Series and leaving that to run as PDGA A-tiers. They are also investigating different pricing structures and working to tailor grassroots marketing to each event, which is fun to hear as I actually asked the marketing folks at the Pro Tour about that yesterday. Nice. He talked about PDGA Live and the fact that all DGPT stats will be hosted and available on DGPT.com. The new section is called DGPT Scores and Stats. He obviously likes the idea of having control over the data and wants to develop new ways to use the data. I personally would be happy just to get to the point that we were with UDISC integration in the previous years, what we've come to expect. Please focus on getting there first. As I've said before, I will be patient as they roll out the new stats platform. There are always hiccups. Uh, Jeff clarified that the Pro Tour owns all of the data in the new system, just like they do with the data in the UDISC system. Uh, He talked about the gender policy and compared it to the LPGA policy in that it's very aligned with that, uh, which has existed for 14 years and, quote, has stood the test of time. Uh, He also states that the PDGA is the one driving the bus on this. I'm just glad we have an agreement that avoids the courts, and I look forward to other sports or the Olympics resolving this issue in perpetuity. Uh, We should focus our resources on better quality streams, improved event infrastructure, a a better spectator experience, growing our sport. 
working together to grow our sport. He talked about the Tour Championship. They're creating even more spectator spaces for 2024. Nevin Park needs it. And then he pivoted to the 2025 event being the 10-year anniversary and wanting to pull out all the stops to make that event amazing. I hate to say it, I'm excited for the 2025 Tour Championship, and it is February 2024. Uh, some of his items on his wish list, he wants to have 10 events that uh, draw 10,000 spectators on site at one time. That's his goal. Uh, he wants to collaborate with a PGA event, perhaps have an exhibition event before or after it, more celebrity pro-ams, and he is excited to see where DGN can go with their new platform and having control over integrating stats and scores. He also mentioned that media distribution could grow to 20 times what it is now. That would mean tens of millions of people seeing events via whatever platforms it is pushed out to. I like the way he thinks. Our number two story, DGPT again with their Wave 2 tickets going on sale now. If you want to go see the OTB Open presented by MVP, or the Portland Open, or the Beaver State Fling, or the Preserve, or the True Bank Des Moines Challenge, you can go buy tickets for those right now. Link in the show notes. Our number three story, the U-Disc keeps releasing their top 10 courses. Yesterday they released number eight, which is the Caliber Disc Golf Course designed by Paul Stiller in Sandpoint, Idaho. It was number five in 2023. It's number eight in 2024. Interestingly, the number nine course was number six last year. It sounds like there are three new and very good courses in the top 10. People traveled to this course in Idaho from 36 states and five countries. Stiller started playing disc golf in 86, has a background in forestry. I'm going to guess he knows his stuff, and this course needs to be on your bucket list. The elevation and well-carved fairways in the video are breathtaking. Our number four story, uh, Nick Carl was on Staggered Stance. Uh, I think he is the general manager of Olympus. Uh, that's, of course, hosting Chess.com and the All-Stars, which starts tomorrow. More on that later. He expects the course to play around 10-10, although they are adding some OB, so maybe a little harder, but probably not because these players are very, very good. It's wonderful watching how much fun the hosts and guests have on all of our disc golf podcasts. Staggered Sands, Smashbox, Upshot. It was it was great. They they're laughing half the time. We don't have as much fun on this show. That's sad. Anyway, they also had Paul Kranz on the show. He is the AM World's Champion and was the 2023 Pro Tour Rookie of the Year. And I'm going to go ahead and just say it kind of feels like he is the first real Rookie of the Year. Obviously, in 2016, no one had any idea what a rookie was. Everybody had, had been playing for a long time. Then in 2021, Juliana Corver wins it. Clearly, she's not a real rookie. Between it getting revamped and the tour naturally aging, it feels like pieces are falling in the right place. Congrats to Paul Kranz, in my opinion, the first real Rookie of the Year. Anyway, he talks about how surprised he was at the attention the Rookie of the Year award got him on social media. He says he spent a cold day in Iowa replying to congratulation messages all day. If you're not binging Ozark, there are worse ways to spend a cold day in Iowa. He will be spectating and likely signing discs at the All-Stars as he prepares for Chess.com to start his sophomore campaign. He also tells a funny story about throwing discs at a beehive. 
Our next story. Eagle McMahon has released his schedule. He has withdrawn from All-Stars and will start his season at Champions Cup. And in case you missed it, women's global registration is now open. In fact, the event at Maple Hill is over half full. Be a part of the world's biggest women's tournament. Our next story is about Tom Monroe. One of our sports pioneers and missionaries who recently passed away was honored on the ABC Birmingham News. He will be missed. I still have my copies of his How to Play Disc Golf DVDs. They and he are a cherished treasure. And our last story of the day, the Jackson Zoo in Jackson, Mississippi is putting in a disc golf course. The reason? The numbers at the zoo have been slumping lately. They're going to invest $30,000 to design and install a disc golf course. Parks and Rec Director Abraham Mohammed says, quote, We're very excited about this. Disc golf is the second fastest growing sport in America. Damn you, pickleball. And that is it for our news today. And to close it out, on Thursdays, we go over course growth and YouTube influencer and podcast growth. Overthrow Disc Golf, Robbie C. and Bedanza were the fastest growing YouTube channels. Their most recent videos, Overthrow Disc Golf goes over mechanics of arm versus rotation. Robbie C. has a nice tip about throwing past the basket. And Bedanza Disc Golf goes over the biggest choke of his career. Good stuff. Thank you guys for putting out quality content over and over. And to close it out, course growth. The United States, we had four new courses go in last year. Sweden had two new courses go in. Czechia, New Zealand, and South Korea also had a course go in. And here's some fun points. Costa Rica had four courses. They now have five. And Saudi Arabia had three courses. They now have four. Grow, baby, grow. That's it for us today. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or news stories, email us at discgolfdaily at aol.com. Have fun, throw them straight, and hit the thin gap.